Welcome back to Scoops, uh, season three, episode four, episode four. Yeah, we started a week earlier this year because we had the uh, monologue by Mr. T before we went into our previews. Got our good friend back though, new co-host, officially hired. Uh, right, call, I, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be called. I guess I guess Mr. Ahead. Lewis is probably is that your probably the best way to go. That's fair. It fits with the uh, the theme of Mr. T. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's and what I was thinking. So that's fair. Whatever you want, man. Not 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 Gibbs or Gibby or whatever. Well, that's the thing. I, I was. I prefer that name, but I feel like it just gives out too much information about me. Like, my middle name, like, first, middle, and last name. <laughs> I don't know. That that, that just kind of makes me uncomfortable. But That's fair. Maybe it shouldn't. But I... Because I, that, that, that's a name I think sounds cooler. I like being called Gibbs, but... I don't know. If, if if this thing keeps going for a while, you know, when when we hit, like, a million listeners or whatever, then I'm just like, I don't know. First, middle, and last name. Little, little intense. That's fair. But then you're making enough money, it won't matter anyway. So there you go. You, I guess you're right. I don't know. I'll, I'm, for, for, for now, I think I decide on Mr. Lewis or just Lewis or I don't know. That's fair. Well, you know, thankfully, listeners will have to work a little bit harder if they really want to take you out that much. Uh-huh. I don't think you have any enemies like that. I don't know, yet. man. The, the government nowadays, they're pretty... True, you're right. That's why you got hired. Amen. I guess that, that they know who I am anyways, but some some bad actor. I just, I, I don't know. I don't if, know. If you're a self-proclaimed anti-vaxxer, they definitely know who you are now, so. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> but great time, great, great show tonight. We're going to recap, obviously, the great weekend of football that we had. Wild weekend, as always. We got a little politics talk. We got to stay true to our show's roots here. And, of mm-hmm. course, we got picks. Uh, Mr. Lewis, paired of picks. He is fine, though. Came to the studio late today, so we got to find... You know, a little bit coming in, but you know, it's all right. Mr. <laughs> T runs a tight ship, but that's good, though. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to Mr. Lewis. We missed you last week. Great, great conversation with Steve. I did say all your picks on the podcast. I, don't I, I, it, I listened, of course. Yeah, I, I, I heard good. it. I appreciate yeah. you doing that. Yes, sir. And you're looking good so far. Dolphins, big win. I know you have the Dolphins winning the division. They had a big win over mm-hmm. the Chargers, obviously. Lions, huge win at the Chiefs. I got to yep. send my apologies to Lions Nation. I was wrong. I mean, no Kelsey, no Chris Jones, but you play who's on the schedule, play who's there. Huge win for the Lions. So even though I didn't want them in that game and thought they were unworthy, they took advantage. So shout out to them. Yeah. I appreciate Steve going with my Jaguars pick. I thought I was going to get hate for having them all the way in the AFC Championship. But he chose them for the AFC Championship too, he didn't did. he? He did. He chose, them for, he chose them to be the number one seed in the AFC, which is crazy with how stacked the AFC is. I mean, crazy on his face, but I think that could be a really good pick. I, 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 I liked what Steve had to say, and I'm glad he went along. With the Jaguars hype. No, I think it is hard to believe on the surface, but you think about the division they have, mm-hmm. you know, again, the AFC is a bloodbath, and they'll, they'll play a first-place schedule, but they get Colts, Titans, Texans twice, obviously, each. I mean, that should be at least five wins, maybe six right there. Mm-hmm. Hell, Titans lost, Texans lost, Colts lost last week. So I can definitely see it. In fact, we're going to pick that game, Chiefs at Jags, week two, huge game. I know the great Peter King, oh, great yeah. sports writer Peter King, had the Jags number one seed because he has them winning that game and having the tiebreaker later on. So... It'll be hot in Florida. I think Chiefs will win. Spoiler alert, because, again, going against Mahomes is rare. And they'll get Chris Jones back. That's huge, I think. We'll see, though. We'll see. They don't have Kelsey back, though, do they? It's unknown. I just saw he was limited in practice today. We're coming to you live Wednesday night here, so we'll see what happens. My guess is he probably will play, but who knows. That's a huge game, though. I I, I respect it. I respect it from Salouis. Steve, he's just too modest. He went in his own... Almost a half half a jeer for Steve going against his boys. Yeah. Half a jeer for that. Especially, look, he chose the Bengals over them and the... Is it the divisional round? I think, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he, he's Bengals Jags. He, yeah, like yeah. you said, he had the Jags, so. Yeah, that was, I was surprised by that, but, you know, I appreciate someone trying to come from a 
non-biased perspective, but... It is good to mix it up, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but after seeing the Bengals this week, I don't know about that. But maybe it's just an off week, week one. Sometimes hard to get back in the swing of things. Well, and... And you're right, and and Bengals will get to our jeers in a bit, but they certainly have a lot of our jeers coming to them. Yeah. And I will say, I got, I won't apologize, to my boy Phil, because I can never really apologize to Cleveland fans. But and I did say this last week's episode said I always said the Browns have a good roster. I'm not surprised they won that game at all last week. Burrow didn't practice really all preseason. Hell, none of the Bengals starters have played in preseason like since Burrow's been there. Yeah. Burrow's been hurt each time, but like Chase doesn't play, Higgins doesn't play. I mean, come on, it's like a damn NBA team out there basically tanking. Yeah, and that was just embarrassing. Burrow threw for 82 yards. And Brown's defense is good. Don't get me wrong. Miles Garrett's a stud, and it was raining. But, I mean, 82 yards. Burrow just got paid $275 million. Jeez, man, 82 yards. And he yards? threw for 82 yards. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, that's just pathetic, man. So, again, Bengals, they're on my shit list because, again, losing the Browns in that fashion, laying an egg like that, not taking the preseason seriously, like a damn NBA team, like I said. So, Bengals, you're on my list. Browns, that was a good win. Again, not surprised at all. If Burrow wasn't playing, I certainly would have picked the Browns. Obviously, Burrow did play barely, though. Allegedly was out there. But anyway, Bengals are on my shit list for the foreseeable future, so keep that in mind, Cincinnati fans out there. But, Will, your fine is Mr. Lewis, excuse me, your fine is less than it would have been because your profit in terms of your Texas pick. I'm gonna give you a round of applause publicly. Thank you. Thank that you. Was, well, I didn't have the balls to do that. I like to go chalk usually. Texas dominated that game. Alabama looked very mid, but you can't take it away from Texas at all. They looked very good. We'll see if they can handle success now. Yeah, I I am happy with my prediction there. Because I just I, I I think that I, I thought that Alabama just wasn't going to be that good, and they, that's correct. I think the story of that game is just how bad Bama looked. I mean, Texas looked good, but Bama just that that quarterback was like Melrose J- Jalen Milrow, yeah, Milrow, Jaylen Milrow, Milrow, yeah, Milrow. blank on his name there. I mean, he just was just throwing things in the dirt. It just wasn't it wasn't a good look. I don't know how you're supposed to win games with a quarterback like that. So you're right, and yours look great. Yours look great. Alabama could pick it up, but they just didn't look good. I think that's the story of that game. I mean, Texas looked pretty good, but yeah, Bama needs to figure it out. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm surprised people were so high on them going into the year because, like I said last time, you lose Bryce Young. I'm sure they got some other guys, but, I mean, they lost Bryce Young. The, the quarterback question was in the air for them, and they went with Milrow. Clearly, he's not that great. Why people thought he was going to, why people thought Bama was going to make a jump from last year is beyond me. So, I'm not surprised at that game, really. No, that's a great point. Again, you, you know, I'm, I think I said last week with Steve, if the game was in Texas. I might pick him because I'm always biased towards the home mm. team. And certainly, it's not. It's it's never a bad call to pick Saban at home. But you were right, well, I mean, Mr. Lewis, you went right. You went right to it, no matter what. You uh. You know, you never, you weren't phased. I think you're right. I mean, I'm never going to write off Bama with Saban because I don't want to be that guy. They play back at the end of the year, and you know, they show a clip of me writing them off. But I think, I think Herbster says on the broadcast, you look at how Alabama's playing now. When they won with Derrick Henry and all of them, and Eddie Lacy, they had like AJ McCarron, who was pretty good, but you know, like Blake Sims, Jacob Coker. I mean, their quarterbacks were not that good. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Lane Kiffin came in and opened up the offense, and that college football has done that too. So now they have a wide open offense that really needs to have a great quarterback, and they really don't. So. I think more will be fine, but tough schedule. You have moves to Mississippi State. They have Ole Miss in two weeks at home. They yeah. got to go to A&M. A&M is terrible, but still, they lost their last time. They do get Tennessee and LSU at home. So, again, I'm not going to write them off, but I think they're a playoff team. No, but I didn't have a playoff team preseason. So, I mean, I think they'll go 10-2. and two. Is that really – I mean, that's not really writing them off. There's only one more loss, and same as last year. And I think you're right. Bryce Young covered up a lot of deficiencies last year. 
that we just assume are not going to happen because it's Bama, but everybody goes through the same type of stuff no matter how great of a coach you are. Who else do you have them losing to? Uh, well, preseason, I had them losing at uh, – I had them losing actually the last two games, Auburn and then the Georgia in the title game. Okay, that's right. That's so right. now I think – I mean, I could see probably either Auburn by week 12 I think will be really good with Hugh Freeze. I could see Mississippi State – I don't want to – I mean, I, maybe LSU and LSU look terrible against Florida State. They did. I really can't pick Tennessee to beat them in Tuscaloosa, but obviously Tennessee could be really good. So I think they'll lose one more. I would say still stick to Auburn Auburn pick now, but it could be any of those teams really. I think they could drop a lot of games. I mean, a lot of games isn't like two or three more, which for Bama stands a lot. If Bama goes eight and four, that's going to be a shit show down there. Yeah. I think it's a real possibility. I don't think they look good at all. I think Texas could drop games too, not because I think they looked bad, just because that's the – I saw some meme where it's like Texas would be the team to go beat Bama and then ruin their season to like Texas Tech. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Texas, this is the most they've ever been of being called back. So we'll see if they can avoid that hard fall they almost always have. Call me, they, they play Wyoming this weekend. They're 28 and a half point favorites. That That's ridiculous. The, Wyoming beat. Uh, tech. They looked good doing so. They did. You're right. So why Texas is a 28 and a half point? I mean, over four touchdowns? Come on. But I, I, I don't think they're going to lose that game, but Wyoming could play them way closer than any Texas fan would like. You're, you're right. You're so, right. I, 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 if I was a betting man, I would be hammering Wyoming that game. I can't believe that they have so many points given to Texas. Maybe, maybe people are higher on Texas than I am. I mean, which is funny considering I chose them to beat Bama, right. but I'm just so low on Bama. That's fair. It's like, that's fair. So. Well, I think that's the biggest thing, right? And that's one reason, as much as I hate Bama, like I really, I hate the hype that teams get from beating Bama more because that's that's really the true mark of a champion, not to get too preachier, but the true mark of a champion is like how you handle success. You look like when Old Miss beat Bama or Auburn beat Bama, which Auburn's last game of the year, but they would go and lose their bowl game or something. I mean, teams will drop a game to a scrub team because they think they climbed the mountaintop and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's why Bama's so impressive in Georgia and Ohio State and those teams because they they might slip up once, but they don't. They, they're always prepared. They don't. They don't slip up again. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously that's hard to do. Yeah, that's exactly where. I mean, Texas beat Bama. They're going to be so high on themselves that they could. They're. They're. I mean, obviously they should be. Tech, Kansas State, all these teams—they're—they're they're better on paper, but what—they're going to be so high for beating Bama that it, it might be a long, a long fall. Even if if they lose three games this season, that would just be ridiculous. I really hope, I really hope they don't. I I, I hope Texas can sustain for the first time ever. But I remember going uh, when I was a younger. They, we played Notre Dame. Notre Dame was like ten. Texas was maybe unranked at the time, or low, lower ranking. It was the most incredible game I've been to. They beat Notre Dame in like four overtimes. The 2016, right? Yeah, 2016, that, that sounds I think, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that game was insane. That was the craziest game I've ever been to, any sport. But, I mean, it just turned out that Notre Dame was terrible that year. So so was Texas. Didn't Texas miss the bowl game that year? I think they did. I think Notre Dame did too. It was, that it was is such, so funny. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Alabama's that bad, obviously, but... I, I could see a – it's planned up to be a fairly similar story. Not not where they both teams miss bowl games, but where both teams are just um, not great. And I, I, I still I, I still chose Texas in my playoff, and I still think that's a possibility. But just 
it's 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 just a story I've seen play out before, and I'm not willing to go all in on Texas right. after after that one win, especially with how bad Bama looked. No, very wise, excellent, excellent connections. Well, Notre Dame was four and eight that year. I believe I know Texas. I think they did miss the ball. They only lost to Kansas for the first time I think ever in fifty years <laughs> oh or something gosh. that year. Now, you're bringing yes. I remember my buddies were like, "Oh my gosh!" You're like I just like I couldn't see it. I was like I'd like lock myself in my room. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That did not Middle school happen. will was tough. I get it, though, yeah. man. I get it. Well, w- listen listen to Mr. Lewis. This man's very wise. He has been a prophet so far. So uh, we got to, if, if you're, if you're, if you're, you got to trust him over me to this point in the season. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. True test. I mean, they get, I think they get Baylor next week. Baylor's terrible, though. Red River shootout might be the true test, but Oklahoma has, I mean, Oklahoma's look decent, or I guess they let Arkansas stay and look pretty against SMU. So we'll see, mm-hmm. but. I mean, obviously, Oklahoma's tripped up many seasons for Texas before, so we'll kind of see yeah. how it goes. Uh, switching gears, NFL here, obviously, big news, Rodgers going down. I mean, I I, I root against the Jets because of their hubris, and, you know, who who roots for New York unless you're a fan? Yeah. Um, but obviously, it sucks for him. Jets fans, I mean, that they just that's just curse, man. I mean, that's that's tough. That's that's Cleveland or Detroit luck right there, but yeah, that's tough. Obviously, NFL execs aren't too happy. Their ratings will take a hit with all those big games the Jets are supposed to be in, but... Uh, big win for the Jets. Josh Allen, terrible. I've, always, I've never really been sold on him. I, I tried to give him some love last year. You know, I I didn't want to let my biases get in the way, but he certainly cost the Bills that game. I mean, four turnovers, that's, I mean, literally single-handedly cost him the game. Yeah. So, anyway, tough for the Jets. Uh, season's certainly not going to go the way they plan now. Still could be a playoff team, maybe. I mean, AFC's too loaded, though, to really not win with a, with a, with a bad quarterback. So, I mean, who knows? I, I do like Wilson. I like that he's been humbled. I think hopefully he can prove the haters wrong. But diff, obviously a crushing blow to them. And just four plays, four plays in, three and a half minutes in the game, four plays, one pass, I think, from Rodgers. I mean, that's just terrible, man. That's that's terrible. Jets can't have nice things. No, they can't. I, I like Josh Allen, but he's just I, – I don't know how I feel about him. But for my, my – I have Garrett Wilson on my fantasy team. Man, I'm just – I feel as disappointed as people who have Aaron Rodgers on their fantasy team because I'm just like, man, he, I don't want Zach Wilson throwing this. No, that's but, fair. That's fair. Yeah, I feel bad for Jets fans, man. I, I, I have a good amount of buddies who are Jets fans, and they're a lot better than the Giants fans. Giants fans. I, I, also, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm, I'm biased, but Giants fans are so annoying. I, I, it's just because Jets fans have had such a poverty existence where it's just like, they they just appreciate everything they can get, so right? They and they don't have it like they don't weigh the same much. So they don't like to stand on. There's uh-huh. like a, there's like it's like a little brother type thing, you know? Yeah, and have they like ever had a good quarterback? I mean, they had like Joe Namath and like Super Bowl fifty five years ago, like, Super Bowl three. That's right, Super yes, Bowl sir. three, yes sir. So, uh, but, you're right. But I mean, they just haven't had a good quarterback, and they got one. I mean, as annoying as Aaron Rodgers is with his, you know, uh, darkness retreats or whatever, exactly. and <laughs> all the drugs and whatnot. He's obviously a good quarterback, and they were excited. And, I mean, it wasn't like they had him for half a season. It was, like, how six plays in? Four, four, four plays, plays in? Four plays. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's that, that's that, that that's a tough living. I, I, I feel bad for them. No, it is. And you think, like I said, I think I said on this show many times, like, even though I hate Rodgers' hubris and acting like the Jets are beneath him, he literally is their, like, he he is the missing piece. He is their first-rate quarterback in 50-plus years. Like, he has a right to do that. It's just annoying that he does. Yeah. And is so cocky and things like that. But, again, obviously, he he's earned his reputation as one of the top six, seven quarterbacks of all time. So, anyway, I mean, that, that sucks. It's just one of those things you just never know. 
as to me as a Christian, obviously goes show power of the divine, not that God's punishing Aaron Rodgers, but again, people look at that. It's to me, it's just like obviously you just don't know what's gonna happen. You're yeah. not in charge of your own destiny like you think you are. That that that's what Howie's just day. We're getting written and he's like, Man, I should have known better. Like I he was like God, God, I should have known God was gonna strike him down after <laughs> his uh, after all the crap he does. So well, that's right. That's right. Uh, well, I do have I did have, I do have Rodgers in one of my leagues as well. I actually tied this week. I was tied going into the night, and of course Rodgers got no points, so I remain tied. That's the one. I guess this is ironic. Me who hates ties. I as commissioner, I didn't really, I took away the decimal points in the league. No, oh, did you? So I might have been able to win with that, but I didn't really think too much about it because how are you going to tie in fantasy? And of course, it happens week one. But whatever. Not yeah. real football. Real football. Get rid of ties. That's funny. Anyway, and if I went for the despite. I guess not despite I, I didn't have Aaron Rodgers. I had Gary Wilson who stole that incredible catch. Oh my god. That was awesome. That? Catch of the year already, possibly. Yeah, that was insane. That was an insane catch. Uh again another Buckeye. The Ohio State University has yeah, said yeah. every time. I won't call him Ohio this time, even though I want to. That's right. Dr. Shaw though did enjoy that he said it you were like Brady Hoke, so that was kinda of funny <laughs> to him, which I appreciate that. Yeah. I went four for four this week in fantasy and the Cowboys kicked ass, so I'm I'm feeling good about week one. Yeah, so. you're in four leagues, too many leagues when you got to do this show. I know, man. yeah. It, 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 it's all right. It's I, I have two leagues I, like, focus most heavily on. And then, so I, I, I have my I have my priorities and who I, right. what players I need to root for mostly. Oh, that's, still, that's fair. I will go to I have Dallas defense, a Dallas defense won me one game and lost me in the league run together, which yeah, is fair. Yeah, Dallas defense won me one oh, league. Oh, I, I did play, didn't I? Week one, I did play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, beat, yeah. I beat you. Uh, well, yeah. Dallas defense gets Dallas 35 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I, I guess it won me two leagues then. Yeah, there Dallas you go. Uh, no, a great weekend. I think a lot of surprising results, a lot of particular results. I mean, Dolphins Chargers was a great game. I had that on Sunday ticket most of, the, most of that time. Oh, uh, man, how about Tyreek Hill? He is, un- he is unreal. Dude. He is unreal. He is so fast. Uh, and I thought, like, I mean, Chargers really had great coverage on him, especially that end of the that end of the game touchdown he had. I mean, the guy was right there, and I like too. I, I think too. Uh, he almost like was underrated at first. Now I think he's overrated because they act like he's like a top five quarterback, and I don't think he is at all. No, and obviously his health, which you can't really control, but that still plays into your evaluation of somebody. Mm-hmm. But I think obviously a great game for him. Dolphins are very explosive, I and mean, we'll kind of see that moving forward what happens. But. That was a great game. Chargers, of course, going to charge her, much to Steve's delight. That was a horrible loss for them at home. You got to win that game. But, I mean, that could be a playoff matchup right there. Yeah, I feel bad for Herbert, man. The Chargers are just cursed. Chargers and Jets, I think they play this year primetime. So that'll be a oh, first team playing. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but, yeah, that was a great game. And obviously, we got to talk about our boys, uh, oh, Dallas. Man. I mean, again, I, I'm very, I feel vindicated about the Giants. Because I knew they were going to be mid. Obviously, it was only week one. But, they I mean, they looked god-awful. I mean, they couldn't do anything. They were terrible. I mean, oh, my gosh. The the Cowboys' defense looked great. But Daniel Jones, he just – they paid him all that money. And he is just not very good at all. Exactly. Although, and they exactly. don't have – they still don't have any wide receivers around him. No. They, they were like no. – they, they do the Sunday Night Football, like, pre – where they go through all the players with, like – and the best guy they had was, like, Darius Slayton. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> they still haven't gotten anyone? So, I I mean, Daniel Jones still looked terrible regardless. But, man, the Giants, they can't. They, they, they got to get him something. So uh, get, get someone around him, but. No, and that, that's the thing. It's like, and I feel for quarterbacks, usually, if they have a bad O-line. In Jones' case, first four years, he had three different coaches. You know, again, turn the ball over a lot, which is on him. But, you know, if you're not a good organization, 
they don't take care of you, you're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. And again, bad old line, obviously. But in this case, I don't have a sympathy for him because he took all that money. Now, good for him, take it. But like, if you take all that money, can't get a line, can't get receivers, can't get the guys you want around you. So that's true. I mean, again, I, obviously that's their job to do that. But if you take all that money, you kind of lose your leg to stand on. And as a Cowboys fan, I love they paid him that much money. I'd love to play him twice a year yeah. for five years. Please, thank I, you. I think there's something to be said to for quarterbacks do what Brady did, where he like takes pay cuts so they can get other guys around him. You know, Brady wanted to win. Exactly. I know that the Players exactly. Association hates when they do that because they're like, oh, we need to be maximizing. But, but I right. mean, a guy like Daniel Jones and Dak, too, for that matter, they need to be like, yeah, give us give us some money, but I don't like I don't need $40 million a year, however much it is. Exactly. Nowadays. I mean, I mean, Daniel Jones should know better. He is not that good. They need to have a little introspection and be like, hey, maybe more of like a $20, 30000000 million a year guy. That's still $20, 30000000 million a year. That's, that, that's still a lot of money. But do you want to exactly. win or do you want to get all that money and then be clowned on first take and by everyone because you look terrible and you can't throw for more than like – actually, I, I, I don't know the stat. He can have had Less more than – Less than 200 yards, I'm pretty sure. Two, I was going to say. He had not had more than 200 yards. So. No, you're exactly right. That's saying they're like, oh, well, Brady – Giselle made so much money. It's like, how much money do you need? Yeah, right. And I, I understand mean, get your money, but if I had to choice $30 million and a couple rings versus $40 million, I'm probably going to take $30 million. Now, maybe not. I, I, don't, I don't have that kind of money, but it just seems like I'm, how much money do you need to, quote, unquote, be satisfied? Yeah, at some point it's like, I mean, even $5 million sounds good to exactly. me. Exactly. So. <laughs> Exactly. No, you're exactly right, Mr. Lewis. Uh, so, yeah, again, just great to have football back, man. Weekends are taken up now. Again, our, our, thir- our three jeers last time we were on was to Dr. Scholl, of course, for his damn wedding day. You know, he told mm-hmm. us, he told us, me and Steve, on Saturday that he was out at this church thing. It probably actually sounded like a pretty cool thing, some kind of council or group or something. But then he said he saw these people all walking around not watching the Nebraska-Colorado game, which, to be fair, Nebraska's god-awful. But, as I said to him, it's probably men who are – or, or let their wives push them around, and they can't. You know, they're out. They have no. They have no. Uh, they have no backbone to say, "Hey, man, we're going to do this at eight in the morning, not at eleven o'clock when the game comes on." But anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Dr. Shaw, we miss you though, and uh, you still get our. You're you're our jeer. You're like our honorary jeer each week for your <laughs> fall wedding till my sister's wedding in two weekends, and Phil will join you. Shout out to Phil as well. <laughs> uh, but let's switch gears here a bit, Mr. Lewis. We'll talk a little politics here. What, All right. We had a great COVID discussion last time. We did. Uh, have you seen a lot of masks around campus? I'm curious what it's like now. You, the at-risk college students. Actually, not too much around campus, but I've been going to these uh, these uh, Jacobs concerts. <laughs> They're all so many old people just are wearing these like this, those stupid beak masks again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right, whatever. No, well, I'm sure. I'm my, sure. My grandparents might be back on that wave too. I don't. I hope not. But they're they're kind of COVID crazy. There's something about being old, you know, their immune system. So I, I I guess I don't blame them too much, but I blame the public health authorities who've told them that that's necessary. Amen. But also by this point, it's kind of like, have you read like any of the studies that are like, or just like realize these stupid masks aren't doing anything? Exactly. So exactly. I don't know why you're suffering through lack of oxygen and breathing. It. In fact, there've been studies that say that it's like unhealthy breathing exactly. in that crap. So it's like. I guess I don't blame them, you know, it's understandable being scared or whatever, but also I do kind of blame them, like, you know, figure it out at this point. No, you're exactly right. too long. Public health authorities, fear porn, as the great Clay Travis talked about all uh-huh. summer 2020, uh, mask useless, wording recommended before the pandemic to fight respiratory illnesses, everybody knows they don't do anything like you just yeah. said, and now, yeah, right, you have to, people, 
that's why the, the breach in trust was so vital because people want to believe that the leaders are looking out for them. Then they trust that it's and it's hard to let go of the trust that you think that you have in somebody. And so, and then obviously, even three years later, you see idiots that still work. Now, of course, there's some that just work because they want a virtue signal. They have a lot of anxiety. You know, whatever social ills they want you to have, they have themselves, and then preach about how their lifestyle is so great. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. you're right, and and and. and Obviously, COVID will always be with us. I mean, if you're that worried about it in 2023, not much we can do for you. The mask ain't going to do anything. No, the mask isn't going to do anything. I Old really people should get the boosters. Not that they're really that effective, but at least severity-wise, I mean, it's, it's, it, it does pretty well. But right, anyway, yeah. go ahead. What were you going to say? I don't know about that. I Older I people guess. though, like if like if you need yeah. if it's you have to weigh the risk, right? Like we don't need to weigh the risk because we're young. Yeah, if you're older. COVID is, it could still be obviously a lot deadlier for you. So you kind of have to decide, okay, well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like obviously COVID is more deadly, but it's like, has that vaccine been proven to do anything helpful at all? Like I just haven't, I haven't seen that. I got, I mean, if I, if I was old, I'd be scared. I'd probably take it and be happy I did to an, but I don't know. I, 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 I haven't seen anything that said that those vaccines have done anything except just maybe make people feel better mentally but well the boosters are way less tested I tested on mice i know the last one last year and this year i know there was questions about how they tested it but again i mean it's, it's almost moot now i think when it first started i get you know uh the 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 pro maskers and pro vaxxers will freak out at this but it can be true that like the vaccines save lives and are good for some people but that not everybody in in, in on, on the face of the earth needed to get it uh-huh. i mean th- most people did not need to get it if they wanted to that's fine but again it can be true that it did a lot of good for you know, those at risk and elderly and also that most people didn't need to get it yeah. because they, they, it's like a common cold or even a couple of days of the flu, yeah. whatever. I hope that's true. I, I, I have to say that for I, Dr. Shaw because he would give me a lot of crap on your behalf if, if I let you spew that without correcting really? me. So, yeah. But anyway, that's All good, right, though. Well. It's, good, it's a good discussion. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I just read an article in the Wall Street Journal about, like, how they're treating, you know, this year's college students like they did the last three years where, oh. like, like you have to isolate for five days. I just read some – I don't remember the exact college. Somewhere you have to, like, leave – you have to drive to an isolation site. You can't have any guests in the car with you. And that's, I think, if you – that's if you did test positive. One, in one school, you still have to isolate if you're a close contact of someone for, like, three or four days, something like that. It's crazy how they're just rolling out the same agenda again. Where exactly. At, like <laughs> – Whatever college, there's one in college in Atlanta, and then Rutgers, they're like, all right, we're just going to be masking for like two weeks to, you know, <laughs> actually, no, this, this time they said, they said 14 days to slow the spread instead of two weeks. That's right. So, that's 14 like, days. Right, that's they right. won't realize we're doing the exact same playbook this time if we say 14 days rather than two weeks, but that, that's crazy. And so, yeah, Rutgers, you know, another Big Ten school, they're, they're back in masking. I, I think they're still doing it. So that's a little concerning. At least if we go back to masking, it's, it's an excuse for me not to go to class. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, Sam, I'm taking a lot of days off if my school ever goes back to masking. You're exactly right, I'm, Mr. I'm wor- I mean, they're doing the same playbook, so I'm worried that eventually they're just going to go back to all of it. But also, I think it's just so unpopular with Americans nowadays. Right. Where I I don't know how it, it would just be so unpopular. It might not be feasible for them to do it all again. But I, I feel like a college campus would be the place where they would be able to enforce it to a certain extent. So Exactly. It's autocratic. They can strong arm you. They can threaten you with expulsion or fines or suspension, whatever yeah. you want to say. Obviously, a very liberal, very liberal field. Uh, you can't hurt anybody's feelings, whatever. So you're exactly right. And, yeah, that's, that's the thing, too. Uh, 
as as you just said, like it's it's almost that I just article Washington Post last week basically said like mask mandates were proven to stop the surges that in twenty twenty one, and then they're like it's the the restrict the um pushback against restrictions is reminiscent of southern states in the summer of twenty twenty one when hospitals were filled with young and young and uh, middle aged people, and it's like none none of that is true. Nah. Really, none of that is true. That's the thing too. Like whole I mean, there's tons of data out there by now. We've linked to plenty of it here on this show that shows that states had mask mandates. Did no did no better than the state that didn't. In fact, they did worse, I believe, actually per capita deaths. Now, as the great Dr. Schultz says, that doesn't mean masks don't work. It's just now mandates don't work. But that's definitely true. Clearly, now the benefit of masks very limited, if there is any at all. The bottom line is, though, th- again, people will still cling to this notion that like masks save lives and like wear a mask save a life. And we, if you just wore a mask, no one else would die of COVID. I mean, it's just uh, thankfully a couple years have passed, and I don't have to wear one anymore, so I've kind of let it go. But I clearly I can still be still be triggered by it pretty easily. Yeah, I mean it's just they bring out an article like that and it just obviously falls. And so that But yeah, we're we're the ones that are the right wing mis- misinformers. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just cuz we're not the trusted uh database or the the trusted sources that <laughs> have been wrong about literally everything. Exactly. <laughs> That's the so, thing, literally everything. Exactly. So and that that that's where my hesitancy for the vaccine. Well, they're like, because at first they're like, this vaccine has been proven to stop the spread. Right. Well, then that's obviously wrong. So it doesn't stop the spread, but it severely reduces the the severity of the illness. And then it's like, well, that wasn't really true. And then it's just kind of like. Take it because we say so. Exactly, right. <laughs> and so it's like, even if they still come out with their revisionist history and they're like, the vaccine was very effective and saved like nine million grannies' lives because <laughs> I'm like, I, I just don't believe you. You've lied about everything up to this point. So, I mean, even if it who, – who, who knows what the truth is because it, it, we've been lied to so much. It's like my first reaction is like, okay, I just I, – I don't believe you. I'm sorry. Like, I – well, everything you've said has just been – not only has it not worked, it's been harmful to us by keeping people in their houses for a year, by not letting kids go to school, by making us wear these stupid masks. It's all been harmful things that they've done in the name of health. So it's just like – I don't know. I, I, I'm i reluctant to believe any of it until – even if they come out with a study that proves otherwise, well – They've lied to us about with so many right. of these proven studies. Man, what, they twisted the studies so much. What 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 am I what am I supposed to believe? No, you're exactly right, Miss Lewis. I agree, and that's the thing too. Like censoring anti-vax information, not letting people speak, you know, flagging posts as misinformation. All of those things just turn people to more actual loony information yeah. that is actually harmful in the in the other direction. And like you just said, the, or you didn't say this, but another reason is the true anti-vaxxers were those that, like, Democrats before Biden won that said that Trump was rushing the vaccine and it wasn't going to be safe. And anything mm-hmm. that Trump approves, I'm not, I'm not trusting that. Those were, those were the, those were the first anti-vaxxers. Yeah. And so, and then people on the other side do that now, of course. But where did that come from? It all started in in the fall of 2020 when Biden and Kamala Harris said, "Oh, you know, we wouldn't trust a vaccine that." that is approved before the election because we're not going to trust politics over science, whatever. So again, it, it all goes, it's tainted the partisan lens. Like you said, they were wrong. They filled them over again. They doubled down. They strong armed you. And like you just said, even, even if something were to be true, they've lost our credibility. And that's, 
if it ever happens again in our lifetime, that's the biggest detriment right there. It's like even if something is true, you can just tell that like there's there's an agenda, right? Like like they 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 want us to do things for their own personal gain. Like like they're saying, oh, I won't trust a vax if if it's put out before the election because they're rushed. They, they don't actually think that. They're, they're, right. That is a, a completely political statement because they're, they're just trying to make, they're, they're trying to just bash Trump. And then once, once that's, once they successfully figure out how to rig the election, then they're like, oh, 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 well, we need to all take these vaccines, but you still need to stay in your house and, and your mask, mail, right. in, mail in ballot and <laughs> all that. And it's just like, Okay, what, whether something is true or not true here, does it, that, that, that's not what these people are concerned about. They're just saying all this for a political end. So it's like, it, it, it becomes so difficult to, unless you're just like actively engaging this stuff all the time to discern, okay, what's wrong? What's right? Why are they saying this? What, what, what's the angle? And it just shouldn't be like that. People should just have fair elections to be able to trust in the authorities and go about their life. But somehow we've so quickly gotten so far away from that. I think, I think Trump just threw a wrench in the whole system and just made the power structure that be just lose their mind. Right. And just say, all right, y'all had your freedoms, but no more or supposed freedoms. Cause they're, they're always just the same uniparty candidates who were took Carlson word uniparty great word yeah 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 I mean because whether it was a Clinton or a Bush or an Obama it's like well that ultimately you're going to get more wars you're going to have like more taxes you're going to or maybe not I don't know but you you, you get jobs going overseas yeah right that's it jobs going overseas more immigration all so it's like All going to Epstein's Island together or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great point. There's never any nuance. And that, that goes on both sides. Everybody loves sensations. Everybody loves being in their tribal camps. And I, I love debating, too. And sometimes I try to own libs, whatever. But, it, you know, I, I'm a big data guy. Like, we can debate at any time. Uh, in fact, I was joking with my friend about this. Like, all the libs I know, they're, like, they're like so sure of their beliefs. But, like, they refuse to debate. They're like, oh, like, I just get anxious debating. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how can you be so sure of your beliefs but you can't even make a basic point to defend them? You made a great point about having to say something. Like, I was talking to my dad about this recently. Like, if you have to say something over and over again to, like, cover for something, obviously it's not true. Mm. Like, take the election, right? Like, I don't think it was stolen. Obviously it was fishy. I think it was total BS, all the mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting. But whatever. Okay, it's over now, whatever. But, like, I told my dad, I was like, people were railing on mail-in voting for decades before 2020. And then when Trump wrote on it, it was like, oh, like, he's trying to steal the election. He's uh, sowing doubt in the election. And my dad was like, what about Bill Barr? He said it was the most secure election in American history. And I was like, see, I don't buy that. If you have, if you have to say something like that, that tells me it's not true. Yeah. And again, common sense, right? You mean to tell me the election with all those mail-in ballots coming in late? Or, you know, and again, quote unquote, legally, because legislatures or judges allowed Secretary of State to change the rules outside of the law. But that's fine, whatever. But all those ballots coming in after the election day, all that. And all the mail-in ballots, you tell me that's more secure than any other election? I don't believe that. And it's, it's like, so obvious it's not. And, like, on the election day, it was like, oh, there's a pipe burst in Atlanta, and we have to shut down this voting <laughs> section. And in Philadelphia, there's, like, a power outage or something. I can't remember exactly. But there was stuff like that all over. And then it was, like, Arizona where you see, like, an influx of, like, 300,000 ballots, and it's like, 
the curves like Trump, Biden, this like, whoop. And all of a sudden, there's 300,000. I don't know if it's Arizona or if it was one one of the swing states. It's just like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I see all this crap. Like, they're obviously pushing COVID. Pro, they're obviously prolonging COVID. So there can be more mail-in ballots. People are complaining that, oh, I'm not getting my ballot or I'm calling it saying I've already casted a vote or something like, I mean, just so many fishy things. You're changing all these rules beforehand. They're like, you're saying they're breaking the law and like changing the law to, for this election. It's like, okay, well at some point I'm just going to think this is rigged. And I do because it's like all, 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 all this crap happened. And also just as like the candidate versus candidate, like, yeah, Trump was the most popular guy ever, but Biden was, like, asleep in his... He would, he didn't even try to, like, get people's votes. He just, like, slept in his basement the whole time and was like, yeah, I'm going to win this. I'm not really worried about it. I don't actually have to work for your votes. And it was just, like, that they changed all the rules. It's just... It's it's so fishy where I'm just like, yeah, I think, this, I, I think that crap was stolen. Hey, I, I respect that. I'm not going to send it to you on this show. Dr. Shaw, take it up with Mr. Lewis, though, not me. I didn't say that, but <laughs> I respect that. No, I, I think, again, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I would need to see evidence that it was stolen. Again, very fishy. I think Trump Trump got screwed by all the mail-in ballot stuff and COVID. Now, as Adam says, he screwed himself, and I agree with that. He certainly did. But also think about the censorship of big tech. We're going to talk about yeah. the Bidens here soon. Hunter Biden story, all that. I mean, there was a lot of things that went against Trump, and he still almost won. 22,000 votes slip, and he wins. And that's, like you said, I agree. Like, do, Biden, 81 million votes. It's hard to believe. I will say this, though. As you just said, he didn't really say anything. No, Everyone thought they were getting a more moderate candidate. They didn't know his age issues. The media refused yeah. to cover it. So they were really just, again, I mean, again, a lot of people voted that didn't vote before, for better or worse. But people really just didn't know what they were really voting for because yeah. Biden stayed in his basement. So That's certainly true. he won't get that many in 2024. Neither will Trump. But, again, people now see what they voted for with Joe Biden. They ain't going to do the same thing again next next year. Yeah, I mean, I could have believed that Biden could have beat Trump because, I mean, Trump is just such a narcissist where it's just right, like, right. and so unlikable <laughs> to a lot of people where I could see Biden winning, but it's like, okay, you change all the rules. Right, exactly. You, it, every state, it's like, oh, it's going to go on for like a week until we can get enough mail-in ballots. Oh, Biden has enough. We're calling it. That's, that's true. Oh, you're right. Arizona and Pennsylvania, all this, where I'm just like, all right. You're... I, I, I think it's so obvious where, like, they, I mean, because everyone wants, like, oh, I want sure evidence. I want all, I want, because no one wants to believe that the election's stolen. But it's like, okay, if you're, if you're cheating at something, the, the point is to not get caught. Like, it's like, if you're, I can't think of a good analogy. If you're, like. You know, if you if you have an ace up your sleeve playing poker, well, if you get caught with the ace, that kind of defeats the point. You know, like right. the the whole point is to not get caught. So, but I mean, but you can see like, okay, this guy has a fat sleeve with like a bunch of like card looking things. <laughs> well, I wonder what's you, up there. I wonder what's up there. It's like you know you can see all these fishy things happening. It's like at some point, you can you you, you can do two plus two and be like, okay, this looks like something fishy has happened. And, and even if they didn't steal it, why do all that? Where it's like, that just, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, like that, 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 that just can be the, in my mind, it's like the only explanation for, for all that. Cause it's like right after that, they just drop all of COVID pretty much. 
like months later, it's just done. Well, and certainly, I, I was one that thought COVID would end when Biden won. That. I was naive because who's going to give up that power so easily? But you're right. Like Michigan lifted restrictions late January once Biden was inaugurated when cases were higher than they were in November, December. Mm-hmm. California, same thing. So you're certainly right that Democrat politicians were not going to open up their states or their cities until after the election. And obviously that's that's political, and, we, and that that that's a great point. I'll say this too: as the great Tucker Carlson says again, the, the great Tucker Carlson the election. I, I don't think it was rigged, but it certainly was not a fair election in terms of people knowing the facts. Yeah, you know, laws being followed, and as you just said too, e- even if there, I'll add to what you said, even if it wasn't fixed or whatever, whatever you want to say, elections dragging on does not. It, it, it only hurts the confidence in the elections, right? Yeah. It's election day, not election week or election month. But that's, but that's what Democrats and media want, right? They want it to drag on so people question it. And if you question it, you're looped in with the crazies who uh-huh. wear tinfoil hats. And they say, you're not, you don't want to be one of them. Don't question it. We yeah. know what we're doing. So you're right in that sense. And, and, that's, and again, I'm not a Democrat that says you should federalize all elections from Congress. But that's a huge issue is how long these elections go yeah. on. Well, that's just ridiculous. But it's crazy that like Florida and Texas, well, Florida had their votes in by 9 p.m. Exactly. And Texas exactly. wasn't far behind. I mean, it was like. Second they, and third largest state in the country, right. Yeah, and well, I think that they, I think that the Democrats want to federalize elections so they can do all, all that crap. Exactly, nationwide. You're right. Yeah, because <laughs> like Florida and Texas, they, I'm confident that, and when I'm voting in Texas, that I'm voting for, you know, my governor, congressman. Yeah, even if the Democrat in Dallas gets elected over, I'm not sitting there like, oh, this is rigged because. They do it in a time right. That's a great point. To. That's and that or, and that ensures confidence in the system. You're exactly uh-huh. right. You're exactly right. Oh, let's talk about the Bidens here. Great, great rant, Miss Alyssa. Again, that, uh, I love our, I love our discussion. Certainly respect your opinion on a lot, and agree with you on a lot of that stuff. But let's get to the Bidens here. So here's the thing. Now, and this this is almost like my new COVID, or not quite my new January sixth, because that's still in the news a lot. Sadly, because Democrats <laughs> love January sixth and the media. But here's the thing. So Biden. I don't think they really should impeach him yet. I'm fine with this inquiry because I think, you know, it's certainly worth investigating. And again, without the Republicans in Congress investigating Hunter Biden, it doesn't get talked about at all. Mm-hmm. But here, here, notice how the trend has changed in the media, right? At first, in 2020, it was like Biden never even talked about it with his son. Then it was like, oh, he didn't, he, he didn't know about it. Now he's like, oh, I wasn't in business with my son, which again, maybe that's true. But obviously, all these things keep adding up that at the very least, there's questions about what Joe Biden knew. And all, and and at the very least, we know Hunter was getting rich while Joe was vice president. That's obvious. But notice how the media changes it themselves, right? At first, it was like there's no evidence that Biden was enriched. Now it's like there's no hard evidence Biden was enriched. What does hard evidence even mean? Yeah, right. I never heard the phrase hard evidence before, as opposed to soft evidence. What does that mean? So, and also they, they'll say like, oh, there's no, there's no, not enough evidence to uh, show that Joe Biden benefited. Well, it's like evidence in in, in what way? Like in terms of court of law or civil case, or, uh, like, journal- journalistic journalistic standards. Like, there's there's varying levels, and they're also, of course, uh, fusing evidence and proof. Evidence doesn't necessarily equal proof. It's just about, here's what we know so far. You make, you make a judgment or plead your case. And again, there's so many examples of Biden either knowing Hunter, what Hunter is doing, um, and Hunter telling others that Joe knew about it. The laptop is a gold mine. You have the text message on there that Hunter says, I won't, you won't pay my salary like I pay my father's. He's texting that to his daughter, I believe. You have Tony Bob, Tony Bob Lins, this is three years ago, censored. He said, yeah. 10% held by H for the big guy. Yeah. What does that mean? It's, in the, it's literally in the laptop, which Hunter even claims is his because he wants people to stop talking about it. He's suing people to get them to stop discussing it. 
acknowledging that it's his. So anyway, all these questions, and the bottom line is this, and even if whatever whatever comes of this, the bottom line is this, there's no way in hell that if this happened to Trump, they would rely on that high of a standard to say that there was no collection between Trump and his sons or whatever getting rich. So No, of course not. I mean, it's that really, I mean, it's, it's typical media, but it just grinds my gears, of course. Again, again, like you said, common sense. Hunter Biden's making $83,000 a month in a, a Ukrainian gas company. I wonder why he was on the gas company. I don't know. And again, Devin Archer I mean, even this, said this, he's this, selling this his brand. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, it's, it's so obvious. It's just, it's offensive. And I, 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 it, it's just kind of like, even if everyone was like, oh, yeah, like, look how messed up this is, would it even matter? Because if the media, if no one talks about it, there's all the big tech platforms censored any coverage of it. It's like, well, eventually people just forget. Because with, with, with Trump, if something smaller than that happened, even people who don't follow politics, it's like everywhere, everywhere on the news, exactly. social media, it's like, look at Trump peddling influence in Ukraine and just completely fabricating the story where he's, I mean, doing... I can't even remember the exact story, but I mean, obviously what he's doing is a fraction of a fraction of what Hunter Biden is doing, but look how bad. And then my friends back home who don't really even follow politics that much, they're like, yeah, I mean, dude, like that's like really bad. Like what Trump did, like, like I don't like want to get into it or anything, but like, that's just really bad. Cause I mean, cause how can you blame them? That, that's all they're hearing. Like, exactly. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Exactly. So, I mean, even if Hunter Biden is, which he has been just obviously caught, Peddling his influence, giving money to Biden. I mean, and there's, there's, you've seen that uh, video of Biden being like talking, like bragging about how he got this process. That's right, exactly, exactly. Because he wouldn't. What, what even was it? I can't even remember. Because uh, so if you don't mind, I'll kind of. Oh, I've yeah, a little about this. So basically, like this prosecutor was investigating Burisma where Hunter yes, Biden worked. Yes, And Biden bragged about getting them fired, which at the time he said he wasn't even fired yet. And everyone says that that. Uh, this prosecutor being fired actually hurt the energy com- actually hurt like the investigation in the energy company. But as, as I actually saw an article, I don't know if I can, I'll try to find it to link it. But the the Washington Post basically said what I just said, how like firing the prosecutor hurt the case against, uh, hurt the case, excuse me, helped, helped the case against, no, no, hurt the case against Burisma, sorry. Uh, even though he was investigating Burisma. And the Washington Post said like said that, but the Washington Post's own reporting showed that those on Burisma, their their the the executives were worried about choking the investigation. So again, the fact check disputed their own papers reporting on what was actually happening. In any event, though, to what you just said, imagine if Trump bragged about getting a prosecutor fired in a different country. Imagine what would happen. So and like yeah, you right. just said, common sense, right? The truth doesn't need to be repeated that often. People with their own eyes can see. Hey. I don't call my father 20 times at various business meetings. I don't, why would I do that? I wonder why Hunter Biden's doing that. Anyway, continue, though. Yeah, it's just crazy how... I mean, I guess it's not that crazy when you have been looking at it so much. But, like, just how the media is just, like, this force that just covers up for them. I'm, it, it's, it's like we are talking about earlier. The truth is just the last thing that they care about. If the right. truth happens to coincide with their narrative, then... Sure, yeah, then they they can say it, but it's like the it's all just a story to just play out their own power to peddle their own influence. There's 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 no 
truth is the last thing that they care about. And so it's it's just it's terrible. It's just so obvious to see like I mean, I got I'm 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 reluctant to be like, oh, you can't just impeach anyone. But obviously Biden has been using his influence as a vice president and president to make himself rich uh, across the world. And it's just like it's just so in your face. Funny story actually. My family went to Kiowa Island, South Carolina when I was like I don't know how old, but like fourteen or when I was like when I was a, when I was younger. And this place we're staying, like a few houses down, was Joe Biden's. No like, way. I mean, this place was massive, like the nicest <laughs> mansion ever. And I remember being like, wait, how much is a was he vice Yeah, yeah, he was vice president time. He was like, How much is a senator's salary and like a vice president? How does he have this big of a house? And my parents were like, I don't know. Like, I, it's just, it's just the way it is. And like, you know, just like Nancy Pelosi, like, all, they're just so rich off these like tiny salaries. And it's like, okay, well, how are they getting so rich? And it's just like in your face, like, oh, they wrote a book or something. Right. Like, exactly. Who, who cares about Joe Biden's book? Like, no one, no one read that. It's like, obviously they. Republican and Democrat, for that matter, they just so obviously peddle their own influence across the world, get so rich off it. But Biden, I think, is especially egregious, whereas you have these text messages like, yeah, give 10% to the big guy. Exactly. Hunter Biden selling these, like, finger paintings for, like, $5 million and like what? And it's just, like, so obvious. And it's like, well, where's the evidence? It's like, exactly. the evidence <laughs> is in your face. It's the same thing exactly. as your election. It's like, it's right there. Like, are you... Can't can't you see what's happening? And it's like, and I, I I sometimes hate the you know well what imagine if the the shoe was on the other foot like imagine if Trump did this like no offense to you I mean obviously like that's like what most people but it's like that's just not the point like you're like, right like, no you're right like like they know like 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 they're not here like con- confusing themselves like oh wait wait we did this to Trump too and what he did was less was less egregious than what Biden's doing right now like. Oh my gosh! It's like they know. That's the point. Like, right? The the truth is so. It is the last thing that's important to them, and it's like, you you, you just have to go and take down these power structures because what they're they're just they're doing this dance. They're doing this routine. They're just shooting propaganda in our face to confuse us and to no. They they don't want us to believe our own eyes. It's like. It's like in 1984. It's like you have to say that two plus two equals five because right. that you just you just have to completely deny truth. I, I saw something recently where it's like in in countries where they uh like the Soviet Union, like China, like obviously Soviet Union back in the day, China today, these countries that just have so much propaganda, the more the 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 point isn't to make it like as believable as possible without uh, telling the truth, you know, like, oh, like, you know, like we can slightly confuse people here and, you know, they, they won't realize it's close enough to the truth. You want to tell people things that are like, how how far can you push it? How obviously untrue can you make right. this? And they make, but people are scared enough and don't want to push back enough where they're just going to go along with it. And, that, and I, I see that happening here where it's like, okay, obviously Hunter Biden is – getting money for Joe Biden across the world. Like, I mean, it, but people are just like, yeah, I'd rather not 
acknowledge that truth. I'd rather not, you know. Right. That what, whatever it is, I don't want to belabor the election where it's like, yeah, I kind of just, yeah, all this stuff is weird, but that's kind of an unfortunate truth that, or that these vaccines don't work. Whatever it is nowadays, it's like, right. you, you, you want to, they, they just make it so obviously untrue and they're like, say two plus two equals five. Do it, do it, do right. it. Well, and again, you're absolutely right. It's 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 not about what aboutism in terms of like as I've always said this. Like Republicans do stupid stuff. They're corrupt. They're hypocritical. All that stuff. But the uniparty, exactly. But it, what's in, in the culture? It's viewed as like Democrats is so virtuous and so educated, and they're mm. never they're not the MAGA the MAGA right. But you're exactly right. That that's I'll always maintain that the Democratic elites and the media who are the same people. They're the most Orwellian forces in the U.S. by far because you just said it. They don't cover something huge. And then if you ask questions or stick to something that's quote-unquote fringe, they're like, well, we didn't cover that. There's no evidence of that. So that's just, that's just misinformation. That's mm-hmm. a conspiracy theory. So they, again, like, it's self-fulfilling prophecy, right? They don't cover it so they can tell you it's not true and then keep pointing at you and saying, see, you live in, al- in alternate reality, whatever you want to say. You're exactly right. And, um, and I just saw a poll from earlier this year. 50% of Democrats still believe the Hunter laptop was misinformation. 50%? That's half. Again, that's literal misinformation to believe that it's misinformation. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So think about that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this reader, I kind of dropped the ball with that Shokin thing because it confused me. But yeah, peop, even if you say it's true that firing Shokin hurt the case against Burisma, like I said, the Washington Post fact check of that goes against their own reporting that showed executives were, ups, were worried about the prosecutor, Shokin, investigating. So anyway, like I said, in, in, independent of all that. People want consistency, right? What aboutism exists because there's no consistency. So, like, like I said, Trump got impeached for a hell of a lot less than what Joe Biden's doing now. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, it, it's just nauseating. Like I said, yeah. there's evidence. Whatever hard evidence is, there is some. But th- 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 and I saw an AP thing yesterday. They're like, Republicans keep pushing this idea that Hunter uh, – keep pushing this false narrative that Joe Biden got rich off Hunter Biden's schemes. And bottom line is this, again – there is, there is no, quote-unquote, conviction of Joe Biden yet, whatever you want to say. But as you just said, with our own eyes, we can tell, okay, Hunter got rich from these foreign countries. He used his father's na- his name to get rich. He is a crackhead. He doesn't, have, he doesn't produce anything valuable to society right. ever. <laughs> Joe Biden used multiple aliases in his emails. The email said, 10% held by H for the big guy. I mean, there's all these things. And again, what... We're not convicting Joe Biden of a crime. We're talking about did he know about Hunter's influencing when he was vice president and or get rich off that. And like I said a couple weeks ago, the bottom line is this. Even if he didn't know about it or get rich, this whole notion that Biden is such a a superior man, superior morally and all this stuff is a fraud. If you think Biden's better than Trump, vote for Biden. But don't give him this BS about how virtuous he is and how great man he is and restores the soul of a nation. Don't give me all that because that's just a crop. And Biden obviously knew. I mean, it's like. It's just so obvious. Like, this guy is just, like, bragging about firing prosecutors. And exactly. You can see it from all the text messages and emails. You also have a signed crazy. letter he sent to Devin Archer in 2011 saying, glad you're in business with H. So, again, exactly. all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? It, it, it sucks. I, I, I can't even remember all this stuff because it's just exactly. so, like, it's just not in the news. Like, you know, if right. it's, it's Trump, not covered. If it was if it was Trump, I'm doing the thing I don't like. Where I'm like, oh, the shoes. What about it? I'm right. But it's like that's a real thing, though. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah, sure. But it's like you know, it would just be so pumped in my brain with every outlet, every social media post where it's like, I would know what Trump. I mean, I do. Whenever it's like where Trump said, "Find me the votes," right? Like in Georgia, 
I still remember that because it was pumped in my brain so much. That's right. But That's it's like right. I got to go out and find all these things that Joe Biden said. And I remember, you know, 10% of the big guy. That's an easy one. But just all these things where it's right. like it's so hard to keep evidence it straight. Stacked right. up. And I don't even think about it anymore where I'm just like, I hear, I'm like, yep, that, that happens. Like, it was, there's no even point going out and, like, trying to convince people because it's just, like, there's so much evidence where it's just, like, I don't even, I'm like, yep, I know, yeah, no. he's obviously making money from Ukraine and wherever, but. China, like, shell companies, right. $20 million of the Biden family from shell companies, right. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, my last point on this, you're exactly right. The pr- three previous Trump indictments all came one day after Hunter Biden news, either because oh, yeah, of the investigation right. or the one-time David Archer's testimony, all of that. And, if, and again, we all know Democrats want to nominate Trump and think it's easy to beat whatever. Republicans shouldn't take the bait. But in any event, if you're that worried about democracy, you don't nominate someone who's allegedly a dictator, A. Yeah. And B, this is exactly why they want that, because they want 2024 to be all about Trump in the courtroom, Trump, Trump's cases, all of that. And it's just sickening, and you're exactly right. And that's why I don't hear about it, because the media can say, oh, well— uh, Trump's a bigger story than the president's son. And like you just yeah. said, which newsworthiness-wise it is, but if you're a media, you have a job to, to to cover everything that's going on in the campaign, including Hunter Biden getting rich off his son. Again, three or getting rich off his dad. Three separate times, there was Hunter Biden news the next day, prosecution or indictments dropped. Coincidence, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, right? It's like they can just, they can talk about that in the news. I don't, I, I, there's, it's funny seeing like the amount of times, like they, the, the statistics, it's like, Amount of time they talked about Hunter Biden last night, like or yeah, all of yesterday on CNN, like three minutes. The amount of time they talked about Donald Trump, like the entire program. eighteen hours. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's because they do that. It's like they 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 can just uh, they come up with a story or an indictment. It, it, it's crazy how coordinated all of this. Like exactly, it's like they the the people in the Justice Department are like, oh crap, Biden has uh done this. We need to get on the phone with CNN and you know work up an indictment and let them know about all this so they can, you know, promote this and ignore the Biden story. It's crazy. It's just this power structure that works together. And it's like, I mean, you say that and then you're like, number one conspiracy theorist, but it's exactly. obviously true. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I, I, I wanted to like, when I was younger, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that, that sounds pretty extreme. What's a, what's a more moderate position on all this but it's like at some point i'm like yep there's this power structure they work together to make us not believe obvious things and all these powerful people uh do bad things to little kids sexually like that's just like that just like happens like it's just so obvious right like they i mean they they arrested epstein and they is this you know they won't release the list i mean obviously there's a they're Bill Clinton was involved with that, and they have there's a really weird picture of George Bush on the Epstein's wall, and it's like, yeah, yeah, all all of these rich people they do really bad things with uh, in the human trafficking regard, and with kids, it's a little tough to talk about, but it's just true, and it's like it's it's so kind of weird that it's like that it is all true. It's like oh, you know, when you're younger, it's when I was younger and. Uh, Kind of hear all that stuff like, oh, that's crazy. That can't be right. And then it's like, at some point, it's like, yeah, no, that's that's clearly what's happening. All all the evidence points towards that, I guess. That's, I guess that is what's happening. That's beyond my purview, but I'm not going to send it to you like I said. But we're going to take a break here and come back for picks. So stay tuned. Mr. Lewis, get some water, cool down. We'll be back here. Welcome back to part two. Again, Mr. Lewis, excellent co-host. Uh, appreciate your commentary. So like I said, I don't. some of the stuff you talk about, I either don't know about or, you know, I don't. 
I, I try to be knowledgeable, but, you know, I don't know a lot of stuff. So, but I got a sense to you at all. So I appreciate you sharing everything. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you not censoring me. Yes, sir. Uh, and anybody has complaints, you can send them to me. Uh, but I might, if if they're egregious enough that I have to defend Mr. Lewis's taste, I'll just send hey, you his send, number because. Send, send them my way. I, 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 I can defend myself. I like that. Well, that's fine. You said you've got my, the, uh, Discreetly send your number to some of our listeners. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get a tank care of, though. One last thing I wanted to make about Biden. I just read this great article by uh, Barton Swaim in the Wall Street Journal. I don't read him too much. I read a lot of opinion writers there, but not him. But he mentioned, like, again, there's this whole notion that that Trump has hijacked the GOP and, like, GOP politicians give him, like, blind loyalty and he has a death grip on the party. And some of that is true. He's leader of the party, or he was. So that's natural. But some of that is true. But the point he's making the article is that Biden has the same thing, right? Look at all of Biden's deficiencies from his age, the Afghanistan pullout, inflation, the stuff with Hunter. No Democrats say anything about that. Yeah, yeah. And again, even even in terms of him running again, I'll talk about that in a minute, but no, if anybody has a death grip on the party, and Trump does, Biden certainly does too. Again, all those issues wouldn't kill almost any other politician, but Democrats, they don't say anything to Biden about it because who knows why. And that's the other thing about him running as well. They've really boxed themselves in because Biden is a terrible candidate as an incumbent. We all know this. That's why he wants Trump to run. He thinks he'll beat Trump probably, and he can, but we'll see what happens. But they also can't have a primary because if they don't choose Kamala Harris, they're not going to win because they're not going to get the black vote. And everyone's going to say they screwed over and all this stuff. So, again, they box themselves in with their typical identity politics. They have to nominate an 82-year-old octogenarian by the time 2024 comes or the most unlikable vice president in modern history – because they, they refuse to let people uh, debate on the merits and things like that. So anyway, that just goes to show, again, that things that level against GOP usually apply to Democrats as well, speaking, as always. Speaking of which, who, uh, who would be your uh, vote for Republican candidate? That's a great question. I might have to save that one until the primaries get closer in January. That's an excellent right, question. Right. I think all that's right. what they call in the business a tease. Yeah, yeah. So you can share yours if you'd like or wait. Hopefully we'll be doing this in a few months still. I'll, I'll I'll give my I'll give my tentative pick like yeah like I'll watch the debates going forward but I like I, I like Vivek a lot I, I I like he talks about family he talks about a strong border it, it he talks uh he he's not a guy like so many of those guys out there just make me lose my mind because they're just like we need to talk about taxes or you know, things <laughs> that obviously like don't matter that much anymore. But he, I, I, I like, I like DeSantis all right too. I think DeSantis just he's not he, he's he's just running a terrible campaign, right? He's just not going to get any votes. I don't know what. Oh, uh, he's he, he's just trying to be Trump, but like not as good at it. So you're I'm, right. People are always going to take the original, original over right. the over the copy. But yeah, I I I, I like Vivek a lot. I think he's a he. he I, I I I think he'd be good at it i like you know, he, he talks about restoring the family that's the biggest no thing i agree me. have you ever met do you, do you know who doesn't like vivek who adam adam Scholl. really have you ever met adam Scholl from from our undisclosed location he no, lived here for like 10 haven't. years you guys gotta meet my birthday weekend's two weeks he should be out here you guys he gotta doesn't meet like vivek really Why? he doesn't well i, I don't want to speak for him but he yeah. i think he just know you know he flip-flops a lot and i think he gets annoyed with his like uh uh beating his chest and the one-liners and things at the last debate uh, which and I actually I do I mean I don't know a lot about Vivek I like his style again Trump Jr I, I love his persona I love his brashness and what he says but you know I don't know what he stands for uh, you're right about the Santis again 
I don't like writing a guy off when no votes in the cast. The media wants to write him off because they're scared of him. But you're right. They 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 need to let him be himself. Not worry about trying to be like you know have a beer with or uh, you know be be something he's not. He gets shit done. That's I saw a great tweet that said like just tell people that look I'm not the most outgoing guy, but I get stuff done. And the culture stuff's interesting because most most polls show like the economy is still the number one issue. But I agree with you in terms of like what will move enough voters is just talking about how the culture is being shifted underneath them. Just like Trump did. Again, the economy is always number one. Borders up always up there for Republican voters as it should be. And you're not going to win by just going with the woke issues. But the cultural demise is a huge thing. And that's what Tucker Carlson said too. Like, you know, we're, we're not having really a debate anymore as much about like tax breaks or, you know, uh, 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 corporate subsidies and even, even necessarily like geopolitics. Like if you can't even define what a woman is yeah. and you're talking about like castration of children – then, like, what are we talking about? Exactly, And, yes. like, if you don't agree on those basic tenets, then you have a lot bigger issues than, like, tax, tax differences and things like that. Yeah. What, what My favorite thing that Vivek said, or one of them, was how Mike Pence, I just could not dislike a guy more <laughs> after that debate. I, I didn't, I I didn't that, dislike though. him until I... Feel I that. We just need a government as good as our... I, I wish I could... Do, I'm not even trying to do a good Mike Pence voice. But we just need a government... As good as our people. I mean, I could go on for an hour about how stupid that... I, I hate platitudes. I hate when people say things that don't actually mean anything. <laughs> and that is just like... That is just... that. That's just all he was doing that whole debate. Just saying things that sound nice. Like, we just need a government as good as our people. Shut up, dude. That doesn't mean anything. That, that we're, Like, we are, we are in a... And then, so Vivek was like... Like, you're acting like we're just in... I can't remember it. Like, no, that's like, right. Like, he was like, like the morning, like, you know, like, right. like it's like not morning in America. No, exactly. Yeah, like, like, oh, exactly. it's morning in America. Like everything is, you know, looking up. We just need like better tax codes or something. Mike exactly. Penn. And it's like, no, I agree with dude. you on Like, that. look at the culture. Like we're like transgendering, not only just children, we're just transgendering people in general. Like we just, I mean, just that's, that's just an obvious, but just throughout the culture, we have a completely open border. We have, just we redefined what marriage is we it's just things are just looking not good at all we have a media and a power structure that completely suppresses and denies truth yeah we need someone to go in and wield power and fix that not someone who is going to sit there and be like yeah i'll 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 be a good because what what republicans have become is just like good losers right like like they're just they're, they're the noble losers. Hmm, yeah. We, we don't want to fight a... Hmm, yeah, you're transgendering our kids and, you know, this woman power... Or this dude power lifter is beating up on all the women, but we just need... We just need more reliable tax codes. We, we, we don't want to get involved in a culture war. We just want to... It's like... No, you're exactly dude, right. It's like, you're, that, you're exactly that, right. That type of stuff makes me lose my mind. We... It, and the, that ship has sailed. Say what you want about Trump, but, I mean... He at least got shit done. I mean, well, all all these guys up there, aside from Vivek, it sounds like they're they're just like, yeah, we'll just. And they, they they say nice things, but ultimately, I can just see them going into those spots and just not doing anything. Vivek, that I I I don't get that vibe from him. No, I agree. He actually is my third choice. Now I got DeSantis one, Trump two. I guess I give it away now. DeSantis one, Trump uh, two, Vivek three. That's me again in January. Yeah, but yeah. I I know I agree yeah, with you completely. I'll, 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 I'll have to watch more of the pro- yeah. Vivek's my reluctant number one guy, and I, I, maybe DeSantis would be if he could just 
speak. He, but he just sounds like the typical politician. Like we need to. I mean, You're he right. says good things, but he just he just doesn't sound the part. He just sounds like the same guy that that uh, he just sounds like the same uniparty guy that's been getting voted for forever at this point. And it's like. I don't know. He, he he he's just running such a bad campaign, in my opinion. You're right. Like, he's trying to run the Trumps right, and that's not that's yeah, not going to work for him. And he just he doesn't sound the part. He's not bringing anything new to the table. He's just like he just sounds monotone, and it's like, oh, who cares what the guy sounds like? I mean, yeah, but also it matters. You know, you have to you have to play the part. You no, know? that 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 is. A- it's there's good things and bad things about that, but you're right. Uh-huh. You have to, that's why and that the Trump dominates the stage. That's why he has the appeal. Yeah. If Trump if Trump wasn't a good speaker, no, obviously he would never get anywhere in politics. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, if Trump went out there sounding like DeSantis, he could have said the exact same things. But he doesn't have the hand movement. He doesn't have the inflection. Doesn't have the passion. Well, no, right. no one's going to be passionate about someone if you're not passionate yourself. You're so, right. You're right. That's. That, that that that's the vibe I get from DeSantis. So and, and you got to be a fighter in today's GOP. And again, DeSantis is Vivek is yeah. Mike Pence. And I like Mike Pence is a great politician. He the way he slows things. Down, I agree with what what he said was was stupid. But and I, it's not it doesn't really appeal to me. I did tell Doctor Shaw that he was growing on me just the way he said things. But I agree with you. Like today's GOP he has no shot. I don't even know why he's running. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you also that you know you need you need to have that charisma. You, you need to be a fighter. I think Pence is certainly conservative, but like you just said, it, it's not about. You know, funding Ukraine, which if he supports that's oh, fine. That's, I do too. That's a great. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's not about tax codes. It's not. It's it. It's about if again, you can do both. You can talk about the economy and the culture war. But if you don't acknowledge the culture, you have no shot. Like you just said, like guys mm-hmm. like Pence, even though Democrats like hate Pence or whatever, even though like when Trump first came on the scene, they're like, oh, we need someone like Pence or Bush in there. We'll support them. Now, uh-huh. of course, they wouldn't. Anyway, yeah. those type of guys like Romney, who they used to hate as well, Romney, Bush, those are guys that like. Those those are Republicans that Democrats love, right? Democrats run to the left all they want. Republicans do it, and they're like, oh, we would kill for the days of George W. Bush, even yeah. though he said he was a racist. Yeah, but no, right. so you're exactly right. Like, the, the noble losers, the, the candidates that aren't going to win that are on that stage are the ones that Democrats would support. And you're exactly right. And that's not that's why Democrats would support them, because they know that that lack of fighting is not going to win in today's political environment. You're exactly right. Yeah. And again, I don't think you should focus so much on culture wars because economy matters, but you can do both, right? If you can't talk about the fact that there's men in women's bathrooms, then you get off, get off the stage. Like I, was, I, I never vote for Chris Christie. Like I said, I, I never vote for Chris Christie because he said he would not stop children from go, undergoing gender transition. If you say that, you're not getting my vote, period. Oh, yeah. People say, what about small government? But again, we're talking about castration of children here. Yeah, right. If we can't agree on the protection of children, then what are we even talking about? It's not about policy papers and things like that. It's about basic truths of society. So I agree with you on that for sure. Totally. Yeah. Uh, excellent talk. Let's, we're, we're, this is great, man. Yeah, Wish yeah. we had more time. Let's get to some picks, though, what you've been waiting for. Long, long spiels, but this is awesome, man. Last coast, coast, we loved her, but she didn't want really to talk a lot of politics. So it's great to have you on here talking, discussing this, sir. College slate, not great this weekend. Not bad, but not great. Probably not as good as last weekend, but you never know. You never know. Let, let's start, though. What's, uh, what, what's your favorite game this week? Favorite game? You know, I got to go backyard roll. Pitt at West Virginia. I was going to say, yeah. Good call? Yeah, that's, that's my choice, too. First time in over a decade it's being played in Morgantown. Last year they played in Pittsburgh, so... I'm really excited hey, about that over one. A decade they're playing in West Virginia. They haven't played in over a decade till last year. Oh no way! They just started that game back up again. Yeah, because they went to different conferences. 
Oh, dude, I thought that was like a... Because I didn't even realize that was that big of a rivalry until probably like last year when they started playing again. Right. But I, was, I was like, oh, I assume that they just did this every year. I no, they did till uh... 2012. I think 2012 was the last one. Or oh, 2011. No 2011, I think, was the last one until oh, last year. I didn't year. realize that. Yeah, so what's your favorite? That's your favorite game as well? Yeah, I couldn't choose. I, it's like a pick em pretty much. West Virginia is favored by one point, home team. So, like you said, three points. Right. For, so, that, that that's going to be a great game. I I, I guess... I guess I'll choose West Virginia, but they look so evenly matched. I'm I'm right. very excited for that game. I was thinking I am too actually. I'll, I'll definitely gonna I'll flip between that and Florida Tennessee, but West Virginia Ooh, Pitt might get my upper edge. Syracuse Purdue sneaky good game as well. Syracuse at Purdue. Uh, no, I thought Pitt before this week because Pitt I thought would be good. They got destroyed by Cincinnati at mm-hmm. home, so I'm going West Virginia at home as well. I think Pitt's I don't know something seems off there. West Virginia. Their coach is on the hot seat for sure. They need this win. They're at home. First time over a decade. Should be a great game, as you said. I'll go Mountaineers at home, um, but either no result would surprise me. You got Pitt, right? You said Pitt? No, no, no. West Virginia. Sorry. Yeah, 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 so yeah. We both got the Mountaineers. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah I'll go Mountaineers because, yeah, home game, big rivalry. Fans are going to be prime time as well. Prime time. Yeah, give me the Mountaineers. All right, next one. Florida at Tennessee. Excuse me, Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee has not won at Florida in 20 years. Last year, they beat them for the second time since 04. They beat them. They won in 2016. They won last year. Haven't won in Florida, though, since 03. Dude, I forget how bad Tennessee's been for a while now. Right. And Florida looked terrible against Utah, obviously. Beat a scrub team last week. I usually go home team, but I got to go Vols. I think they're due to win. And Florida just looks so bad against Utah. Joe Milton, I don't love him, but I think he's good enough. I think Tennessee will get the win in, in Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee's... Six and a half point favorites against Florida. I think they that is surprising that. on the road like that. That's surprising. I I think they should be have more points for them. I mean, Florida has not. They they got killed by Utah, right? Not yeah, they, they, they got did beat at Utah. Utah. No, they got beat pretty bad. Yeah, that. So I but I, haven't won there in twenty years. That's psychological. That's tough. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, you know, with college, they they filter new guys in and out. Tennessee, they won last. It's not like it's their first year winning. If it was their first year doing anything. That's one thing. It's their second year being a respectable school. They're they're gonna go kick Florida's butt. I I, I, I bet that they. So do you think Tennessee covers that? I got Tennessee by fourteen in that game. Okay, uh, I think Tennessee will cover. I'll give you the six and a half. The one better touchdown. Yeah. All right, sneaky good game I like here. Uh, late night, Pac twelve after dark. Fresno State at Arizona State. Mm. Bulldogs favored by three, I believe three or three and a half. Sun Devils lost last week. Oklahoma State at home. Fresno State, uh, I can't remember. They've played somebody and lost, I believe, a Power 5 team. Anyway, no, Fresno, oh, Fresno, 2-0. Fresno State's 2-0. So yeah. that's a sneaky good game. Who do you like? You going group of five or power five? I like Arizona State. They they play, wait, you just said it. Who They they play Oklahoma State. That's right, 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 right. right. They, they lost, like, I, I watched this game. It was late, though, so I'm trying to, they, they, they lost that game. It was pretty close. It, it was close. It was like 24-21 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, give me a, I, I can't imagine Fresno State's that good. Give me give me Arizona State. Okay, I like that. Wow, I'm actually going Fresno. This is a tough pick'em game in Adam and I's group. Uh I don't know. Arizona State, they have a new coach. They beat a FCS team by three week one, lost last week. Fresno State's two and oh. I, I don't I don't love Fresno State, but I'm gonna pick them just because I don't know. I mean it's hard it's hard to pick Arizona State. I don't I don't know. I'll go Fresno State, I guess. Yeah, uh, they, they lost. Yeah, they beat Southern Utah by three. This is 
the Sun Devils. Right. I, then I lost. They lost pretty handily. 15-27 to Oklahoma State. Okay. I can't remember exactly what that game 15, went down, but okay. it, it was closer than that score. That score tells. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go Arizona State, just the just the Power 5 team. But, yeah, Fresno State is favored by three. Oh, that's right. That's why I didn't choose them. They beat Eastern – Fresno State, this is beat Eastern Washington by three points. So – Oh, good call. Good call, Mr. I, Lewis. So, I – yeah, Arizona State doesn't look great either, but favored against – Vegas knows something, team. though. Yeah, Vegas that, knows something. That's exactly right. So – who knows? That'll be a good game. It will be um, another sneaky good game. Syracuse at Purdue. Boilers won last week at Virginia Tech after losing at home to Fresno State. Fresno State won at Purdue. That's right. That's right. Fresno State won at Purdue. Oh, week that's one. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Syracuse two and going to West Lafayette. I'm going to I'm going with Purdue in this one. Uh, it could be a great game. Sorry though, Mister Lewis. I got to go Boilers at home. They get the win. All right, Syracuse is going to beat them handily. I could see it. But they beat Purdue. That is beat Virginia Tech by seven points. Virginia Tech sucks. So, I will, like, the, will the real, real Purdue please stand up? Lost to Fresno, beat Virginia Tech. We'll find out this weekend if they're actually any good or if they're pretty bad. Yeah, Syracuse beat two scrub teams, so we'll see. That's true. They, at least they 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 dealt with them handily. I mean, Western Michigan that's that's a it's a D one school at least. They beat them forty eight seven. That's a it's not easy to do. So I'll, I'll I'll give Syracuse with a decisive win over Purdue. All right, but I am biased so. That's right. The next one, old uh, Southwest Conference matchup. Now Big 12, TCU at Houston. TCU looked bad against Colorado. Again, Colorado did, uh, was impressive, but maybe TCU is not very good. That uh, could be the case is why, why Colorado won. They beat the scrub team last week. Houston beat UTSA week one, lost at Rice double overtime last week. Games in Houston, what's the spread? Seven and a half? Seven and a half. I chose TCU to cover Houston Seven and a half. Uh, I don't do the spread. I am picking TCU to win, though, because Houston yeah. lost to Rice. Two teams that I don't think are very good, so I'll go Horn Frogs. Kind of a rivalry here, rekindled. Don't love the pick, but I'll go Horn Frogs. I don't know about the spread, though. Yeah, I, I, I like I like spread just because it's like, I don't know, it gives it a little extra. More flair, yeah. More flair. More flair. Now that I'm actually betting it, but but yeah, I guess now, now I'm kind of regretting my pick, but just because I saw Houston lost to Rice, but... You're, you're, welcome what, I, you're welcome cha- for that. Tidbit. Change this up. TCU wins. Houston covers. Uh, good teams so. win. Great teams cover. They say. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Next one. LSU nine and a half point favorites at Mississippi State. Tigers look bad against Florida State. Mississippi State's two and zero. Who do you like in that one? I like LSU, but Missouri, I, I think Mississippi State keeps it close. I think I think it's a really close game. I think that goes down to the wire. I think LSU wins on a game winning field goal. I like LSU as well. Close game. Stark Vegas might be a sleepy LSU team. 11 a.m. Central time kick. Mm-hmm. Crowd should be rocking, though. Give me LSU. I think they're too good to go one and two. Give me the Tigers. Old Big 12 matchup here. Kansas State at Missouri. Kansas State won last year handily in Manhattan, Kansas. Little Apple, I believe it's called. Now they're yeah. at Missouri. Both teams 2-0. Oh, right. I got K-State. I think they're really good. Texas better watch out for Kansas State this year. Will Howard, quarterback. Give me Kansas State on the road over Missouri. Dude, yeah, Kansas State's only five and a half point favorites over Missouri. Well, on the road, though. Yeah, but Missouri stinks. I mean, they let me let me look it up again. They played two scrub teams. They played uh, Eastern or uh, Eastern Illinois week one, and then um, a lower level team last week. I forget who it was. Scrub team though. Yeah, team, they only though. beat them by like a f- they beat Middle Tennessee State by four points. That's what it was. So I'm like. 
Kansas State's a good team. I I I agree. I agree. Yeah, give me give me Kansas State in a blowout. I don't know why that <laughs> that spread's so close. All right. Last one here for now. Our your boys, IU in Lucas Oil against Louisville. IU one and one, Louisville two and oh. Sorry, Mr. Lewis, I got to go with Louisville. I just think they're too good. IU hasn't given much confidence in two weeks. Indiana State, they blew out, but it's Indiana State, so give me Louisville. I like, I like Indiana's defense. I like, I like Indiana this weekend. I mean, 10 points, too. Give me the spread. It doesn't really matter. I want to see a win. But I, 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 I think Indiana will win. I want to go down to that game, but I guess it's some Jewish holiday this weekend. So my buddy is going with, like, his grandma, like Chicago or something, so I don't know. So I can't go. What about right, your man? other buddy, Mr. Howie? What about him? Well, that's a good point. I almost asked him. And then my fraternity is also having a boat trip this weekend, so then once my first buddy couldn't go, and I was like, all right, I'll go on the boat trip in the morning. And then so you're not going to watch the month. game? No, no, I will. The boat okay. trip's in the morning, and then we're going to go back and watch the game after. So All right, I like that. Uh, uh, I like uh, that. Uh, it, it'll be a good day regardless. I did kind of want to go down there. But the more I think about it, it's kind of like, I don't know how fun it would be. Lucas Oil... It does right. sound probably, it's probably a minimal crowd, too. Yeah, exactly. Like it, It'd be fun if it was like packed to the brim, but right. I was thinking about it. I don't know if that right. would be the case. So, Last but question yeah, I have for you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I, uh, just saying, I do, I, do, I do like Indiana genuinely. I think the defense is good enough. And uh, what's his face? Jackson Davis's brother. Taven Jackson. Uh, Taven right. Jackson, yeah. I, I wanted to say Trace, but I'm like, that's not right. He looked good. I know it was Indiana State, but... They didn't, they didn't let him throw the ball against Ohio State, and they did let him throw the ball against Indiana State, and he completed, like, all but two of his passes. So, yeah, it's Louisville. It's a more difficult team, but if he can do that, I, I, I genuinely like Indiana's odds to win that game. That is weird, because they, they, they started Sorsby against OSU and still ran triple option. He threw it a bit. Then they brought in Jackson and didn't throw it at all. Yeah. Why'd they bring in Jackson for so long if they weren't going to throw it? I don't I don't really know, but your, anyway. Your, your pick for Tom Allen to get fired first might be a good one. Thank I you. like him, Thank but, you. man, he's just... Although, I think... That stick only lasts so long at Power 5. Davo might be on the hot seat. Um, that's a hot take there. That's a hot take. Florida State next week will pick that I, game I know, next I know, week. I know, it's, I know it's a hot take, but they look so bad. I mean, they, they played... Oh, who was it? Who they played? Last week? Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern, yeah. I mean, they were, like, tied for a lot of... Eventually, Clemson... It was 14-14, yeah. Eventually, Clemson ran away with it. But, man, they looked bad for a lot of that game. All right, my question for you, Mr. Lewis. Colorado, 23-and-a-half. Did they cover over Colorado State? Uh, I guess yes. Just they look so dominant. I I, I just wrote that down just because I just... I, I, I think it's cool how dominant Colorado's become. 23 and a half. That's a lot of points over their rival Colorado State. Right. I, mean, I think they will. Colorado State's they're, pretty bad. They're bad. But, I mean, just remember that Colorado's a one-win. No, I know. You're right. One win last year. You're right. So, yeah. I mean, I know Colorado State's bad. And Colorado probably covers. But I just, like, I, I, it's cool to see how far Colorado's come in such a short amount of time. I hope the hype wanes. I, I hope Oregon humbles them next weekend. I do like Dion. Um, but I, Colorado needs to be humbled. Hopefully next weekend. Oregon I think they well. do too. I kind of don't love Dion's whole persona that much, but also it works. So it's like, I can't, I don't want to just be a hater just to, right. Just for haters. Sake, no, it but. is, it is a bit much and it, you know, it's, it's kind of childish, but again, like I said, a couple weeks ago, I mean, who's cooler than Dion? Like Dion, MJ, Randy Moss, 
Yeah, right. Those three, I mean, who, who's cooler than that? So he's got to respect that, especially as a white man. You know, I just can't yeah. you know, can't match that, man. May, maybe deep down I'm jealous, you know. It's just like, <laughs> it's a cool guy. Got to give it to him. Uh, NFL, though, obviously a lot of great games, as always. Let's start. Bengals, Bengals at Ravens. Uh, actually, let's look, I think that game might be in Cincinnati. Let me look real quick. I think it might be in Cincinnati. I know it's Bengals, Ravens, though. Maybe I am right. I'm, I'm, I should know this coming in, but sometimes I question myself. No, it, I, 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 it is in Cincinnati. Ravens at Bengals. Obviously, Bengals looked horrible last weekend. Uh, Ravens didn't look great. Lamar threw no. a pick. They beat C.J. Stroud. This is a tough game. I think I have the Ravens right now and pick them because I'm angry at the Bengals. You know what? Forget it. Bengals are on my shit list. Ravens. Ravens are going to win. I have the Bengals. I think they come back after their crappy performance. They're three and a half point favorites. I don't know if they cover that. Don't really care, but... I, I I think they win a close one because the the Ravens just didn't look there. I mean they they beat Houston was it twenty three to nine twenty five nine I think yeah I thought I had that score correct. I don't beat yourself up, man. It was close. It was close. But uh, I mean Lamar just doesn't look good. I don't. I agree. I don't no one can say that because again, you know, it's like you can't critique a black quarterback it seems. But I you're <laughs> right. He, he doesn't look he doesn't look that good. I agree. No, he doesn't. You know who does look good? Zay Jones, that receiver they got. He's uh, Boston College, you're right. Picked I'm, him up in one of my fantasy leagues. I drafted him. Very happy with that pick. Uh, that's, that, that's besides the point. I I'm, I'm hate picking against the Bengals since they're on my list. I'm going Ravens. All right, fair enough. Uh, Chiefs at Jags, huge game. I want to pick the Jags so bad, but I, I, gotta, I can't be that guy that goes against Mahomes again. I'm sorry. I just, Mahomes is too good. Chris Jones is back. They didn't have Jones. I might pick the Jags. Tony's terrible. He should never see the field again. Uh, I, I, didn't, I want to pick the Jags. I really I don't want to pick the Chiefs, but I, I got to do it. I got to pick the Chiefs. I'm picking the Jags just because I want to. You'll I mean, probably be right. You'll probably be right. Yeah. Mate, the Jags don't look that great, but I don't Well, I, I, when I chose it, I also thought Kelsey was going to be out. Now, if, if Kelsey's back, I'd probably go with the Chiefs, but I was just choosing the That's Jags. I, I want them to win. You can handicap that pick. Yeah. I'll go Chiefs just like I said. I really don't want to, but I, I don't see him going 0-2. Which I know Dr. Shaw is not an analytically sound reason, but they, they still do have number 15 in red. I don't pick against number 15 in red very often. A big reason, too, is that uh, Steve went against his Chiefs and chose the Jets True. the number one. So if he's saying that, then, I mean, he watches a lot of Chiefs games. So You're right. Know. Okay, Chargers at Titans. Two 0-1 teams. The game is in Nashville. Uh, again, I'm going Chargers. Don't love this pick. But I think they're just too good to be 0-2. I, I, Tennessee didn't look good. They scored 15 points against the Saints. Tennessee's not really that good. Give me Chargers on the road. I chose Titans just because the Chargers defense looks so bad. Sir. The Titans, if they can put up points, have good enough defense. We're all three, three different on all three so far. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, we have them. All right, game of the week, CBS, Nathan Romo. Shocking at the Cowboys game. No Rodgers. Rodgers never lost in Jerry World, actually. That's good for Dallas. He's not playing, although it will be nice to beat him. Jets at boys. You get first pick, Mr. Lewis. The Cowboys beat up on the Jets. I, I wanted to take the Jets plus nine and a half just because I don't I don't like spreads that big in the right, NFL. But right. Zach Wilson, Cowboys defense, Cowboys by a lot. I got the Cowboys as well. I would have picked them anyway if they had Rodgers. I think they're due, and Jets O-line is terrible. I, don't, I think Jets covered. This is the type of game Dallas loses. Everyone's blowing smoke up their ass. Jets yeah. are wounded. Dallas will win, I believe, maybe like 14-10, 17-10. Offense didn't look great last week. Incomplete great because they were up so much, but offense didn't look great. Mm-hmm. And it was pouring down rain, which... Right. So it will be interesting to see the offense this weekend. Dallas but... defense should eat against Wilson all day. Jets D is really good, though. So low yeah, scoring. Yeah, is good. I'll pick Dallas, but Jets cover. 
I, I think it's very similar to the Giants game where they just pick apart. Because, like you said, the o, that O-line isn't good for the Jets. Well, that's, that, that, that's what the Cowboys eat up on. Right. You know, Mike apart. Right. So, it... So yeah, I I don't I don't think it's the offense he does it all. I, I think they get points on defense. I think, I I think that's what the Cowboys win. All right, uh, for some we agree. I like that Sunday night game: Miami at New England. Uh, again, huge drift Miami last week at L.A. Tyreek Hill went off eleven for one fifteen, three touchdowns, I believe, two of four and six seven yards. New England battled back against Philly. We're down sixteen zero, cut it to two, ended up losing by five. You get first pick of that, Mister Lewis. I like the Dolphins. I think the. I don't. I don't think the Pats look good. I think the Eagles just looked bad that game. That's fair. So, I I don't think the Pats' offense is explosive enough. The, the Dolphins' defense doesn't look good, but the Dolphins' offense is crazy. Give give me Dolphins and cover two and a half. Tua has owned the Pats. Two. I only two have ever lost to the Pats. Actually, hmm. uh, last year New England won in Foxborough because Tua didn't play. You know what? New England. I'm wow. going Patriots. Bill Belichick will devise a game plan. They always play tough defense. Mac Jones. I don't think he's great. And again, I always, I always have liked Tua, but he's getting a little too much love now. You know what? Patriots home. Give me, give me the Pats and Fox, bro. They win. All they right. Win. A little curveball on that one. That's right. That's right. So another great thing about new NFL, new TV deal. There's three double headers now. Uh, one of them is this week. You got Saints, Panthers, 7-15. Browns, Steelers, freaking Browns, 8-15. Uh, Saints, Panthers, Bryce Young, first home star. I'm going Carolina at home. Saints aren't very good. Derek Carr is terrible. Derek uh, Carr is awful. He looked <laughs> awful that game. He did 16 points, let him do a win, barely. He threw two picks, I believe. Yeah. At least I, one, because Steve texted me. I think Steve texted me twice about it. I was just walking red zone. Every time it went up for a pass, it just looked terrible. So, I yeah, I I, I chose Panthers, too, reluctantly. Because Panthers don't have a good, don't have a good O-line. They don't have a great and defense. And they look bad, too, against Atlanta, who's not really that good. They look bad. But Bryce Young looked okay. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll like... Bryce Young's first game at home. Panthers, I'll take them. All right. Uh, Browns, Steelers, obviously who I'm picking, but you go first. Browns. I think Browns. Browns minus two and a half. I think, they, I think they beat up pretty good on the Steelers. No, hell The Steelers no. are terrible. The Steelers, well, they did, they the did look bad, but they played the best best or second best defense in the league. I think Pickett's just bad, so that's... That's fair. So uh, if, if Pickett would change my mind and play decent, I think the Steelers are a good team. Good enough, but... I haven't seen that. Give me, give me the the Browns. You just moved up on Phil's list. My future brother-in-law. Very good. Oh, good. Uh, look, I saw a stat. First of all, I already said Steelers finished ahead of the Browns thirty straight years. I think that was continue. Uh, Browns again, great roster. Browns have a great roster. This, I, I'm not surprised they beat Cincinnati. If they go into Pittsburgh and win, that will surprise me a bit. Not that much because again, Pickett's not great, but on the road, it would impress me and surprise me. With that being said, I saw a stat: Steelers have won twenty straight Monday Night Football home games. 20 straight, as the great Lee Corso says. That's crazy. It is. As the great Lee Corso says, make it 21. Steelers roll at home. Browns are humbled. Browns really didn't their, their defense did a hell of a job against Burrow, obviously. Browns' offense wasn't that good. They had touched on a short field. Another one, I think, on another turnover by Burrow or a fumble. Uh, so, I, I will. Browns did very well. Defensive struggle. Steelers at home. Monday night football. Again, 20 straight home wins on Monday night football. Tomlin really, really loses to the Browns. Plus, I hate the Browns, so Steelers all day. Steelers all, right, all day. Uh, give us, give us a upset special, Mister Lewis, based on the spread. That's your forte here. Mm. Easy. I like. Oh, actually, I like the Vikings over the Eagles tomorrow. Just straight up, they're plus six and a half. The Vikings got beat by the Bucks. I think the Eagles look really bad. Once again, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm biased. I'll admit it. But I, Vikings look bad too, though. 
the Vikings looked bad, but the Viking. I mean, the Vikings look like the Vikings usually look like. Like, like they have games like that. You're right. I think I think they come back this week because the Eagles secondary looked really bad because the the Mac Jones is awful. So the fact that he was getting anything on them in the passing department, they the Vikings have Justin Jefferson obviously, and they got. Jordan Addison, that guy at USC. I'm starting him. Stud. A, I'm starting him at fantasy this week because I think I think both those guys are going to torch him. So I like I like uh, I like the Vikings tomorrow over the Eagles. Uh, also, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Raiders are plus nine and a half points against the the Bills. The Bills looked terrible. So nine and a half points. That is a, is shit, a, ton of, that is a shit ton. Crazy of number. I I I mean I guess Vegas knows something, but that is that's crazy to me. Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles. I forgot. I kind of forgot that game because it's kind of irrelevant to me because I think the Eagles will roll. Kirk Cousins in prime time? No, thank you. Mm, now, if we should true. pick this game, though, Seahawks at Lions. Uh, Seahawks got destroyed by the Rams at home. Yeah. This seems like the game the Lions lose and the Seahawks win. Lions just going to Kansas City and win. Huge hype. Seattle lays an egg. You think they're going to be bad, and they come out and win. They won last year in Detroit, ended up getting them a playoff berth as a tiebreaker. This is a huge game for the tiebreaker if it was a wild card team. But you know what? I had Seattle preseason. Give me Detroit. The Lions will win. They just won at KC. I got to give them respect. Again, I could see Seattle winning because they just they just laid an egg and they're kind of a weird team like that under Pete Carroll. But I got to give the credit to Detroit. Speaking of Lions, so you, you keep on doing like acting like you're about to pick up one head. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's a high honor, Mr. Lewis. Give me, give me the Lions. That's All right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Lions too. I, I, I like the Lions in a close one. I think I could go either way, but I like the Lions. It will, that should be a I, great I, game. I, the Seahawks got beat pretty bad, but that, that, I, I think the score made them was worse than it actually was. I think the Seahawks looked okay. So I think it's a good game. Good. That actually, thanks, be to God, he said that because I remember there was a miss kick in that game, which reminds me we gotta do our three jeers. Oh, good, good. Let me just say this though: I realized as Detroit one, I was kind of annoyed. But if I actually root for Detroit and they do well, they might be able to. Uh, they can separate themselves from Cleveland and make Cleveland by itself mm. in terms of most miserable franchises. Detroit can move out of that bottom two with Cleveland and leave Cleveland alive themselves. If Detroit made a run, either conference title or Super Bowl, which probably won't happen, but it could. Yeah. So. I might start rooting for Detroit in that sense so they can uh, leave Cleveland behind as the as the miserable franchise in the NFL. I like it. I've always kind of liked the Lions. Just like they're, they're so miserable that like you have to feel bad for them. Well, actually, it was You're just nicer than me. Well, actually, you know why? It's because Matt Stafford, he went to my high school, so I was always a Matt Stafford fan. So oh, that, that is sick. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. Sick. So, I, so, yeah, I'm a Matt Stafford fan, and so I felt bad for him just being wasted on the Lions. I was happy he went to the Rams and got a... But I, I I still like the Lions. I think that they just, I don't know. I, Pastor too, you know, he's a it's Lions true. guy. That's it's true. Like, it, it, I have a couple of buddies who are Lions fans. Just like man, that's just that's just a tough living. You gotta gotta hope for the best. For well, them. as I tell Adam, just don't do psychotic behavior and like shitty teams. You true. know. Anyway, but you're right though. Uh, three jeers though. One jeer to kickers. Uh, NFL kickers were pretty solid this past weekend. Nothing egregious except for, of course, Cowboys, Giants. Cowboys get this guy from the MLS. The MLS they had to go to. Okay, fresh off Brett Maher missing four PATs in the playoffs. Better than him. They bring in this MLS guy. Just destroys the first extra point. Now, he did make the rest of his kick. A couple of field goals. But he destroyed the first extra point. Graham Gano, Giants, 36-yarder. Not even close. 36 yards, Mr. Lewis. Not even close for Graham Gano. I burst out laughing when I saw that kick. (laughs) <laughs> it made me so happy that the Giants didn't score a single point. 
and that's how it came. I mean, that kick was terrible. So it, no, it, it was. I yeah, I, I was laughing hard for a while after that kick. It, it it was just so. It was just a perfect representation of the Giants. The Giants' night just easy. Just couldn't do anything right. Exactly. Other kicker gear, of course, college kickers who are. I mean, just totally just head case. I mean, head case out the ass, man. It's like worse than a sorority. Huh. I mean, Cal. I was up till 2 a.m. watching that damn game. Cal went inside Auburn's 23 separate times. Came away with uh, uh, four. Let's say, actually, I think the score was 21-17. Let's look at the score of that game. I, I totally botched the stat just now, but I I, uh, I know they missed three field goals. Cal missed three field goals at home against Auburn. That was my that was a pick I had in the blog pick and would have gotten me in first place. But instead, Cal's kicker blew and missed three field goals. Whoops, I'm on, I'm on the wrong That's week. Anyway, home for that guy. Exactly. Well, they're home, but they should send him to Siberia. Tough, uh, tough bus drive back. Sorry, nine seventeen points, ten points. So Cal had three times inside the twenty. They came up empty. Not all were missed field goals. Jeez. But they also, they, I think they missed one or two inside 20. They missed another one. But again, three missed field goals. You score 10 points, lose 14 to 10 at home. Terrible. Man, everyone everyone in that locker room knew. Who, knew who's that fault? That exactly. And again, this thing, like, people say, oh, you never, you know, you only point out kickers mess up. Well, it's kind of the nature of sports, A. And B, like a left tackle, right? Most left tackles are unknown if they're doing a damn good job. Right. That's the whole point, right? Kickers. It's a great quote I heard from one of my coworkers. I don't shake a man's hand for not robbing a bank. If kickers do their job, they have one job. It's like a free throw in basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, defense is running at you, quote unquote, but they can't hit you. You're looking straight ahead. You play the wind. No one can. No one can. Uh, if if it's done, if your protection is done right, it's not. It's not your fault, but if protection is done right. They can't block it. Okay. Again, it's just you. It's just you and the goalpost. You have one job. Yeah. So yes, if you're botching your job and going to clown you every single time, especially when, as the great Skip Bayless said, you're not a real football player, as he just said the other night. If, if it's a fifty to sixty yard kick, all that that that's impressive, you know. Like if you miss that, understandable. Like, fifty three plus in the pros, I'll give you anything over fifty in college. I yeah, give you yeah. As well. So that 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 that's where it's like you you you're, you gotta kick that pretty precise precise with a lot of power, sure. Forty to fifty, I mean, still, I'm like, you should be making that forty below. Make the damn kick, dude. Exactly. That it, it's exactly. like it's like shooting a free throw or like, uh, yeah, like shooting it. Like you, you, you have a job, do it well. Sometimes I get the, the mess of the laces or whatever, but you know, figure it out. You, you're 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 a kicker, not a not a misser. You know, exactly. So, <laughs> you have one job. Exactly. That, 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 that was a pretty bad joke, but you know. <laughs> but no, you're right. That's the thing. So I'm. And kickers, they're just mind-boggling because – and everyone's like, oh, kickers have gotten so good. Like, you're surprised they miss from 51 nowadays. Yeah, damn right, damn, because they have one job. They spend all day kicking a football. Yeah. They miss 51 right down the middle. I mean, and even to know, yeah, it was raining 36 yards. Yeah. 36-yard field goal, not even close. It was like off the upright. It wasn't even close. My mom always jokes with, like, bowlers. It's like – like, how – if you're, like, a bowler, how do you – not gonna strike every time. If all you do every day is bull, it's like this. It's not. It's not. If you're a kicker, at least it's like sometimes like you're on the right hash or it's a different yardage. If you're bowling, it is the same situation, one hundred percent of the time. How are you not getting a strike every time? But I, I, I guess just that that mental, you know, just doing doing the same thing exactly like. I, I guess it's easier. What I'm trying to say is it's easy for us to say, but don't still, don't ever uh, say that. That's the thing, and I agree. You know. It's hard to pick something that we couldn't do, but it's not my job. No. If I was a damn kicker, 
you could pick me all day because that's my job. So, yeah, we could, quote unquote, couldn't do it. Actually, that reminds me before we get to our third year, when I was at the OSUIU game, I felt so fucking vindicated. They brought this fan out on the field to make a 25 yard field and he stroked oh, it. That's right. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt so fucking vindicated after that. That's great. So, anyway, I remember that. And you know what? In week zero, I know somebody missed a kick less than 25 yards. I know that. Yeah. Third year, though, I said it earlier, freaking Cincinnati Bengals. Dog shit performance, 82 yards for Joe Burrow, three points. That came first drive of the second half. I mean, just embarrassing. Divisional game on the road. Again, damn NBA team. Don't play anybody in preseason. Not prepared for the first few games at all. I mean, that was just dog shit. And again, not surprised the Browns won. Browns have a good roster. They're at home, whatever. But to lay an egg like that and a trendy Super Bowl pick, including for me and Steve, that's three jeers all day for the Bengals. They're on my shit list for the immediate future. Until they freaking can beat the Browns and or not look like dog shit. We'll see this week against the Ravens. But three yeah. cheers for the Bengals for sure. Yeah, nothing more to sound that one. That was just, that was just <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> it was. And it, it used to be you lose to the Browns, you're embarrassing. And again, Browns aren't as bad as they used to be. Uh, but you're still on my freaking shit list when you play like that against the Browns. So as they should that. be. Damn right. Thank you all for joining. Excellent job, Mr. Lewis. As always, two parts uh, we're going through. Uh, like you said, trust your eyes. Trust common sense. Uh, good teams win, great teams cover. Just enjoy football, man. Next weekend I turn 30, so what else has changed in my 30 years besides watching football each weekend, man? Nothing else. What else do I need? Yeah, man, you know. A lot, a lot of crap might be going on in the world, but, hey, we got we got football still going on. Hey, so. damn right. Damn right. And uh, go boys, as always. Go Bucks. Go boys. Absolutely. All right. You guys take care.